everyone. Happy Sunday. Today is day 63 of Prairie or 90 day prayer challenge. I didn't go to church today, but I did watch it online, um, streamed it live onto my TV and it was so good. It was so good that I really wish I was there just to physically feel the presence of God in that room. It was just so powerful and it was such a strong anointing and I just felt it through the TV. You know, my eyes was watering up like always and it was just amazing, amazing, amazing. And what I really loved about hearing the word um, the word that our pastor brought forth today, Pastor Jim Rayleigh, and even listening to Pastor Don Rayleigh, who I absolutely adore. Um, she prayed Holy Ghost fire and she she always does. Every time she prays, it is so powerful and she is so amazing. And she has inspired my prayer life on so many levels. But listening to them today and then getting a glimpse of I was on Instagram stories looking at my friend Sierra, Sierra Cummings, who we've heard from. I was looking at her Instagram stories and she was showing her pastor um, preaching today, Bishop John Guns, and it was so good. And what I really loved and appreciate about hearing from all three of them today is that all of it was confirmation for what we've been praying for this past week about making sure that we don't lose our passion and that the fire that is in us that God is going to bring it to pass and don't get weary and to and don't give up and to just awaken up the spirit of revival and that the answer is not in a sermon and in a message but it is within us so it was about just awakening up the saints of God and letting the Holy Spirit really move through us to carry out a mission to bring peace, love, um, unity and the real gospel of Jesus Christ. So today we're going to be praying for perseverance and I have the definition for us according to Google. Perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And I love seeing the word steadfastness because that is a word that was in a scripture that we read two days ago, if I'm not mistaken. So first we're going to read James chapter 1 verse 12 and I do want to let you know that when we when I first read that scripture um that had the word steadfastness I looked it up I wasn't sure what it meant and when I did read it what I got from it is that steadfast steadfastness to be steadfast means to be loyal so when I saw the ESV version of James 12, James 1 12, it did say steadfast instead 
of perseveres. So they're synonymous with each other. So let's read it. James chapter one, verse 12. This is NIV. It says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. This is a promise, y'all. This is a promise. So because this is a promise, we need to restate this when we pray. We need to say this in our prayers. We need to tell God what he has promised us and get him to bring it to pass. And the only way we can bring promises to pass by getting him to release it through our prayer request. Because when we pray to God, it puts us in a direct connection to heaven. Our blessings that are there waiting for us, answered prayers are there and to unlock it and to bring it down for a breakthrough, for it to break through from heaven unto earth is through our prayers. So make sure you highlight and you focus on James chapter one, verse 12. Read it, read it all week long, highlight it. And start learning the promises that God has for us. I'm going to read it again. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And you know what's interesting about this? Is that this blessing, the crown of life, comes through comes when we have gone under trial and you know that's the only way to prove that we are steadfast that's the only way to prove that we are loyal is that when we are standing the test of a trial everybody can easily give praise give thanks and give props and be so positive when everything is going right when you're getting everything you want but it's when things come against you And when you don't have any reason to give thanks, to do the right thing, to do what God wants you to do, that's when it shows you who you really are and what is really in your heart. And that is when we shine. And that's the purpose of shining our light to shine in darkness and under trials, under tests, tests to see what choices will we make so like i said um the esv version says who remain steadfast so where it says blessed is the one who perseveres in esv version it says who remains steadfast so blessed is the one who remains steadfast who remains loyal under trial now I want you to think about this past week when you were going through a trial, when you were tested and something happened that you didn't like, something that upset you, something that you feel like it took away from you or if it made you feel indifferent and think about what decision, what do you say and what did you do after that happened? And according to what you did, whether if it was good, bad, okay. Or if it wasn't enough, I want us to think about how we can improve and do even better as we prepare and anticipate our next trial. So next, I'm going to read James chapter one, verses two through four NIV. It says, 
Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So going through trials gives us an opportunity to be mature. And once we've passed all these tests and went through all these trials, that's when we're complete. The test is complete and we will not lack anything. And it makes great sense that you become mature from all the trials and all the tests that you've been through because you will not have real faith until you believe that God will bring you through something when you haven't even reached the other side yet. So you're standing right there, you're facing your storm, your issue, your trial and your test. And in those moments, that's when you are able to say, you know what? I know God is going to free me of this. I know it's going to be okay. I have faith. I don't see it right now, but I know it's going to happen. And an immature person who would have not been through anything and do not understand the mercy, the grace and the deliverance that God brings us. They will not know this because they would not have seen anything and been through anything. So it brings maturity. It brings a strong faith and it allows to work to be finished in us and a common theme in all the work that is in us all the the gifts that is in us the common theme is that it helps others it helps our family it helps our friends it helps strangers it helps communities it helps cities it helps states and it can help the world so it's all about passing those tests so then you can share your testimony and talk about what gifts it developed in you I have the gift of encouragement because I know that I went through that same exact thing and I know that you can make it out too I know it's going to be all right because God has been so good to me and I know he will be good to you so that's the the beauty of it and that is um, a part of the good news so let's read Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 King James version it says being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ so be confident that what God has in you, that passion that's burning inside of you, that one thing that whenever you think about it, whenever you talk about it, you get excited about it. You talk about it for a long period of time and it just um, brightens your your whole demeanor and you find so many solutions to this subject to this problem to this issue that is what your passion is your passion is something that if if 
money was if you did not have to worry about money if you did not have to worry about making a living because all your needs are met you have shelter food and clothes on your back what would you wake up and do every day if you did not have to worry about making money what would what is on your heart that that when you think about it 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 moves you to if it doesn't move you to tears it moves you to a longing to want to be involved hands-on and your voice you feel like your voice needs to be heard because God has put something in you to where you have an answer and you are an answer so God is going to bring it forth he is going to perform it and it's going to be great. You can change the world. I recently changed the lock screen on my iPad to um, a picture of it's like a satellite picture. It looks like a real picture of the world. And that is my motivation that I can change the world and you can change the world. We all can. But we have to have confidence and we have to pursue it. And we have to have perseverance. We have to have steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And you know the advantage that we have? It's not a surprise that it's going to be difficult and that we're going to have delays. It's not a surprise. So because we know it's going to happen, we need to continue preparing for it, praying in the spirit at all times. We need to continue being around Christians who are going to sharpen us. We need to be allowing people to pour into us that are more wiser, um, that are wiser than us who have more wisdom than us. And then we need to start giving to others it's not about being poured into but it's about pouring out because the more you give the more you receive so it's also about connecting to people to ministries or just going out yourself and being available to be a blessings to others whether if it is um monetary where whether it is your time whether it is your talent (coughs) excuse me is making yourself available to give. Um, one of the ways I give is through online. I'm offering all the knowledge and providing resources to help others. I also make myself available on social media for inboxing messages, for prayer requests. I also make sure that everyone who knows me knows that I'm always available to talk to them to pray with them and if I can in any way help them whatever I have I will help them and I love um, pointing people to the right directions where to go to get things and how to do it and one of my goals is for 2019 is to have better time management and figure out a way to manage my family of six and to be able to physically serve in my church. I did it the previous year when I had only three children, but after being pregnant and going through my baby being a newborn and now she's getting older and a little bit more independent, she's one now. Um, She can, she is able to 
um, play with herself and play with her siblings. So right now, my one of my goals for 2019 is to have a presence and have my hands serving at my church. I love what I found to be able to do um, that fits my lifestyle online. But I'm looking forward to doing more and especially even in my community. And that goes back to being an influencer that you don't have to wait until you're plugged into ministry at your church or organization. You're doing ministry every single day with every single person that you come in contact with during your everyday life, during while you're at work, while you're at your leisure, while you're having fun. All of that is ministry and everything should be purposeful because there's nothing um that is by mistake or accident in life we are here we are alive and nothing should be nonchalant or you know just on a whim so god is just so good i'm thankful for his leaders in the church i'm thankful for his word and i'm thankful for his presence so let's pray God, thank you for the first Sunday of December. Thank you for sending your son, the Prince of Peace, here on earth to be born of a Virgin Mary. Lord, thank you for being such a a great God to where when you sent your son here, you sent him in the most humble way and just through his ministry and the messages that he had for his followers and for the people of those times, how it's so relatable, God. So we have no excuse. We have so many stories and examples in the Bible of how we who feel Um, insignificant or feel like we don't already have a platform or a say or who we feel that we're too jacked up too messed up um if we feel like we're our hands are too messy our past is too messy you have used people and you knew that we are imperfect you knew that we are not perfect and you make it clear to us that we do not earn any of this but you give it to us because you love us so much and we are so thankful for your love father and we pray that we always hold on to this love and always feel complete with your love and that in never a moment that we feel alone because we know that You are always with us. So as we feel complete, Father, I pray that we will pray for others who don't know you and who are lost and who are misguided and misled by the world, Father. I pray that we will help those people and that you will prepare our words and our action and our presence to minister to those, Father. And as we get closer to the end of the year, Father, I pray that we will find closure in those things that we feel that we have fell short, Father. 
And I pray that we will take it off of us, but we will give it to you, Father, and we will have confidence that you will finish this great work that is in us until the day that Christ Jesus returns, God. Thank you for your promises, Father. Thank you for your many blessings and reassuring us that after we have stood the test, Father, that after we stay loyal to your will and to your word, Father, while we are under trial, that we will have strong faith because you have promised to those who love you, Father, that we will receive the crown of life, Father. So we will have everlasting joy that cannot be taken away because of this promise, Father. I pray for all the people who are out and about enjoying this beautiful Sunday with their family and with their friends, Father. I pray that everyone will be safe, Father. And I pray that all of us will communicate and be peacemakers among our loved ones and among strangers, Father. Father, I pray for those who feel down and out that you will strengthen them, Father, and that they will find peace in you, God, and know that your way is better than our ways, even though we don't understand it, Father, that it is for our good and we know it is going to work for our good. So I pray that everyone who listens to this prayer, Father, that they will rest in knowing that we have a strong all-knowing mighty God and that he is bigger than any situation father and that what we're going through that we're going to have a testimony that they're going to have a testimony to share and they're going to be able to help others and let it be important to us that the legacy and the memory that is going to be left behind when we're no longer here, Father. So let us pay attention to how life precious is, Father, and how we deal with these issues and these trials is an opportunity for us to make a difference in the world and leave a message about what they've seen in our life while we were here, Father. So Thank you, God, for your wisdom. Thank you for your grace. And let us stay in your presence, the same presence that we felt in church today and that we heard listening to the radio, a podcast, or online, Father. I pray that your presence will keep us all four, five, or six, or two days until the next time we meet again in fellowship, until the next time that we hear your word again, Father. Let us be changed and not be the same. Let us not just temporarily be inspired, but have a lasting impression on our hearts, Father. And let us be convinced that what we have is not enough and what we're doing is not enough. And let us aspire to be greater and greater. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
everyone have a great day.